Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. In the last episode, Teresa shared useful lessons from the Carfagnos in the area of work and life balance, or what we call the family business versus the busyness of the family. In this episode, Teresa concludes her thoughts on the topic and dives into a very tender one on keeping our kids healthy. Look, there is no right or wrong way to do this. But this episode reflects how we, the Carfagnos, have raised healthy kids. And hopefully this will educate, inform, and give you confidence in your home as well. But before we share this next part, let's have a quick word from our sponsor. Does your company clean any buildings with 10 or more trash cans to empty? Would you like to speed up the process if you do? The Smart Cleaning School highly recommends the Tea Bag Company as the answer to these two questions. We have personally used the tea bag in our commercial cleaning company and find that this simple tool cuts off five minutes per hour of trash removal. Now, this may seem insignificant, but a lot of a little adds up to a lot. In our company, a five-minute savings per week is worth $500 per customer per year. Not only do I endorse the product, but I completely endorse the person behind the product. Check out my interview with the Teabag Company founder entitled Respectful, Reliable, Responsible with Damon Washington. You can purchase any of the Teabag products at a 10% discount through the Smart Cleaning School Resources page. Yeah. Let's, let's go around a little bit over um, to Hannah. <laughs> um, do I have any follow-up questions? Or just is this is this connecting with some of the stuff that you guys are kind of doing? I mean, I know you have health things going on, but is this connecting with anything you guys go through at home or helping in any way? I think everybody goes through this. And I think that just like with our business, you know, we need to do like quarterly audits of our family. Yeah. Like what's going on? Is there things that need improvement? If so, what can we do to fix them? I think with my husband and I, we just get so busy doing all of the things that we don't like, we don't communicate well. Mm. But we're both pretty easygoing, so it's not, I mean, I would feel better if we communicated more, and we do need to schedule that in, because if we don't schedule it in, you know, it doesn't happen. You, but for the you, most part, we, we are not communicating, isn't like negatively affecting us, because we just are pretty easygoing, but it would benefit it us if we did communicate if that makes sense have there been times when you've communicated better than you are now um yes i mean we we do i i guess what i should say is we do do like quarterly audits where we sit down and talk and right after we do that everything feels so much better Mm, okay okay 
but we struggle with the weekly or the daily communication. And our life is like not, our relationship is not normal. Um, so I don't know that I'm a good one to base this discussion off of because yeah, our life is just pretty insane all the time. Is it, is it the part about his health making it the most insane? Is, is that the number one factor? Yeah. And his, I mean, his health, cause I never, like, I never know on any given day if it's my job to take the kids to school or if he's doing it mm-hmm. because he doesn't work. He's supposed to be a stay at home dad, but I would say about half the time he wakes up and he's on a breathing treatment and can't do anything. But if he's feeling good, he wants to be the dad and take the kids to school and make them breakfast and do all the things. But just because we discussed something the night before and he's like, you know, planning on taking the kids to school doesn't mean that he's going to wake up and be able to. So sometimes I feel like there's really no point in communicating because it's like, constantly changing for us. So I kind of live my life with like, I have to have a flow. Like I can't, I have to be willing and able to change my plans at any given moment. And that is not who I am. So it's very hard for me to do that, but it's just my life. Like I don't have a choice. So, and that's not how most people live. Like and I wouldn't live that way if I had a different situation. So. Totally understand. So Han- Hannah is caring for, caring for her husband yeah. and running a company and raising the children. And he's doing them as much as he can. Do you think, yeah, you, he, yeah. he when he feels good, I mean, he wants to do everything. Like he's not a lazy person. Um, by any means. And he, I mean, he wants to be involved and sometimes he gets offended because I'm like, have the kids getting in the car and he's, I, I think he's down for the day. And he's like, Hey, I thought I was taking the kids to school and getting them ready today. And I'm like, well, sorry. Like, didn't know that you were feeling good enough to. So, yeah. Do you think you could have those quarterly meetings monthly? Yeah. Yeah, we could. If, if if you notice great communication every three months, wouldn't it be a great win to say, hey, we're, we had these great moments every third month, but now we have them every one month. Like, that'd be pretty cool. Improvement. Yeah, I agree. I think that that would be a good thing for me to do. Yeah. To be, to be honest, I get frustrated with communicating because I do like making plans and because my plans can never stay mm-hmm. the same. I'm just like, uh, what's the point? Let's just, let's, let's skip talking today because it's not going to be the same. So, right. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not normal. So you can continue your normal conversation (laughs) with everybody else. Wait, wait, wait. Does anyone here think they're normal? No, this normal. What is normal? (laughs) No one here is normal. Let's just clear the air right now. (laughs) Kate's the only one that's normal. (laughs) Uh, Because Kate's kids are grown and left the house by now. Yeah, uh, Kate's coming on. To- <laughs> You're, muted, You're muted, Kate. They're grown, but they haven't left the house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, I'm going to just bounce around a little bit more. Like, Kate, you're, you're hearing this, and in your stage season of life, like, do you agree with some of this? Do you have other wisdom to add to the conversation about work life? I mean, you seem to do a pretty good job at it. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's all, it's all great. The only thing that I was 
running through in my mind is that, you know, finding balance in your life for me anyway, is literally impossible. It's more like harmony. So if I have, if I, if I'm feeling like I'm neglecting something that I'm out of harmony. And so for me, it's just like that. But that being said, like my job, my kids are older. They don't take as much as my time, but um, they still do take time and they, you know, they need attention still. <laughs> my work has taken the place of my children. Totally. My kid, my last kid, my youngest child left went off to college and that's when I took a deep dive into chicka chicka broom. Mm, I can and see penis that. syndrome. Some get a dog. You just crush your business. Mm -hmm. I love it. All right. Carrie, I, I, I put the question on you when you stepped away. I'm not sure if you heard the question or were you here for most of that? Did you miss a lot of that? Yeah, I was switching laundry over. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, any, in the area of like work, work life, we're going to move on to another topic in a few minutes so we can get around to everything in the area of like work life, quote unquote balance or harmony. Like, where do you feel is the biggest struggle for you? We were, we were just covering some different topics in that area. So I think my biggest struggle, honestly, when it comes to work life balance is, so my kids start getting off the bus in about a half an hour. My daughter will come home. And she has to walk past my office to get into the house and she'll automatically come in here and just thinks my day should be done. And I can't, without straight just being mean and rude to her, get her to understand that that's not how it works. And she's 13, so that's never fun. Um, I will be 13 very soon. So how do I, how do I do that? Defer this one to you. My first thought, well, one, we had Ken, like, this is, I don't know if you guys know, but this office is our bedroom. Yeah, I've told them behind the scenes. Okay. Behind, behind so the literally, screen like, that's our bed. bed. And so, like, we have two doors, and we had to, like, close the doors. Like, if the doors are closed, you can't come in. And so that has helped, like, as a boundary. But you're saying she's walking through your, your office space. That door right there, she'll have to walk through it to get into yeah. the house. And she'll just, she sees me in here, she comes right on in. Do you, do you think it's possible for you to, like, take a 10, 15-minute break from your day and just, like, hey, like, I'm going to have some tea or, like, some kind of a snack ready for you, and we can talk about your day for about 15 minutes, and then I have to get back to work? Totally. I can totally do that. And I've, I've tried that before. Is she just, yeah. like I said, she's home and just wants to be there. She'll sit in one of these right. chairs over here and it's just like, well, I'm just going to sit here, but then it's never just sit there. It's right. That's where the boundary comes in. Like this is mommy's workspace. Like I know you want to be here and you want to be close to me, but I'm going to, I'm going to take these 15 minutes and we're going to spend time together. But then in order for me to get done work quicker, I, you know, so I can be with you later this evening. Like, I need you to respect the boundaries that this is my workspace. And being 13, like, you know, if she has to get something done, she doesn't want to be distracted either. So I think 13, like 12 and 13, they, they can understand enough to be like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I think I'm just going to have to be very firm on it. Yeah. Because we've got to do something before summer comes or I'll never get anything done. <laughs> um, I definitely know that I'm wishy-washy and that's part of my problem. Like I just need to be very 
firm in it and go from there. Yeah, I, I can relate. That's definitely my struggle too, especially, I mean, we have our youngest three are all boys. So three, seven, 10. And most of my life, I'm like, well, could you guys just do this? Or could, could you, or how about, and Ken kind of pointed out to me over the years, like, hun, you've got to be like direct and firm, like, okay, go pick up your shoes and put them away. Like not, you know, could you maybe do this, you know, and that has helped them to realize, oh, she's serious. Yeah. I know I do that a lot too. I'll be like, ask them can. And then my husband will be like, you know, just because she said can doesn't mean she's asking. So yeah. Heather, Heather, meet Teresa. Teresa, meet Heather. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? So I actually have a topic that we can put it on the table and maybe loop back around. Okay. So, and what made me think of it is you're all talking about with your significant others. Now I have a recent significant other, but he is not integrated into that effect yet. But here's something that I haven't heard anybody talk about. And I've been an only parent for almost 11 years this summer. Has anybody ever thought about what being an entrepreneur does to our children? Because I've been getting a lot of feedback from my kids over the years. And um, Carrie's on here. Carrie will know this. So we're reading the book, The 12-Week Year. And I've been going back and forth. And Ken, I'll talk to you about it privately later. Okay. I was reminded that what I say yes to means that somewhere I might have to say no to something else. So... I have some stuff going on with Tiana medically again that needs to be addressed and just not to mention in general life when you're an only parent or a single parent and you got well just the regular craziness of life and you don't have the partner I actually turned down and declined and fixed it up for someone else to step in for the school because if someone should call out guess who has to step in to take that job for the day mm. which means any time at any moment would have to say no to my family to my children mm-hmm being an entrepreneur, it also affects your kids. And I think that's a subject that's never been touched. So just something yeah. to think about for later. And that's you know, all. and that that's a really great, like, overarching question. And mm -hmm. it's like, I could even, like, like, we're not obviously the experts in that question. We've been married, we've been together this whole time. But there are a lot of successful single mom, single dads, growing successful companies with kids. I mean, but, so that could be something I find someone and bring them on as like a follow-up to this and say, and that could, that could be a great, a great benefit for you and, and other tribe members that in the future. Yes. I but, would love that. I, I think, I think I'm pretty good at this point in my life. I mean, I'm learning balance, but um, right. you're talking about the communication and, and reading the signals, I would love to know some of that with regards to children. And I can contribute some, but I get it that there's partners, but I didn't have a partner through all this. Mm -hmm. I had my children. So we can see when certain kids are starting to pulling away. Right. You can, if you, if you don't spend, here's the thing. If you don't spend enough time with your kids, mm -hmm. you can't see the signals. But when you spend enough time with them, you know what normal and happy looks like. And when right. they pull away in any sense, you can have the same conversation. Son, hey, daughter, I I, I just want to talk to you. I, I've been noticing that you look a little bit more sad lately. Or 
you know, you haven't wanted to spend that much time or you've been in your room a lot. I, I'm so sorry. I, mommy, daddy's been working a lot. Has that been, has that been bothering you? Is there anything else been bothering you about mom or, mommy or daddy? Or in your case about mommy? Yeah. Yeah. It's this or that. You know what? Let's, let's go out to breakfast together. Just you and me. Let's go out to lunch. Let's, let's, let's talk about this. I want, I want to yeah. make this better. I do. I, I, I have done that. I have done that. I just didn't know if that's something. I know a lot of cleaners that are single parents because, well, they figure it's a fast way to make, you know, the most money. So, but it comes with sacrifice that they don't even know they're walking into. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Hence why I've learned now after how many years that I'm not willing to make that sacrifice anymore. So, yeah. Okay. I think let's move on to the next topic. Unless someone else wants to kind of keep going here, we can come back to maybe another question. This is a lot of fun. I'm really glad that we did this. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Okay. The next topic is, and this may be quick, but who here is interested or just like to brainstorm, get ideas on, Okay, life is crazy. We just talked about that for the last hour. And I really want to be able to eat healthier and teach healthy habits to my children. What are we doing in that area? Does this is this a, an interest area? Like should we should we cover this briefly? So Heather's nodding her head. Yeah. Brian, you came back on. Is that is that you're like in the car. I can't tell if you're hitting bumps or, <laughs> or if you're nodding your head yes. <laughs> And I think that Lizzie, this was like your, your like original question. We'll just cover it quick. Maybe just like a very basic, like, have we always been a healthy family? Like in the way we eat and the way we live? No. No. We had no money. We just bought ramen noodle. <laughs> I don't think that actually happened, well, but you say it. <laughs> so what is what does it look like now? And was um, it it didn't happen overnight? It's a progression. Right. Yeah. I slowly became more aware of a lot of the junk that's in our, in our food. And, you know, at first it started with like, okay, so I'm not really going to buy anything that has high fructose corn syrup in it, you know, and then it, then it kind of moved over like, well, I'm going to try to avoid colors in my kid's food. And, you know, so over the years I learned more and more, and sometimes it's a, a little bit of a burden having that information um, because then you know it and you can't get rid of it. But over time, I think like my progression was like, okay, like I went from, you know, a healthy weight and then I had one baby and ballooned way up over like 200 pounds and I'm only 5'4", so that was a good amount of weight for me. And then I dropped weight and had, you know, got pregnant again. And so I'm pregnant or nursing for like a very long time. 16 years. Yeah. 15 years or it was. And so I tried different things. I tried paleo and I, I, I didn't find that it was like something that I could stick with. And then I tried. But this was a private journey. You right. weren't, you weren't yeah. forcing this on me no, or the kids. No, I never did that. But I, I would always try to get them. I think the biggest thing that I think if everybody did this, it would just make everybody a little bit healthier is, and it's super simple, is just to eat more vegetables. Like if your kids are getting one vegetable at, at their lunch, try to increase the amount or get them two, you know? And so increasing the vegetables, like even um, our second youngest had like eggs this morning for breakfast. And so he went and grabbed carrots to put on his plate also. Like it's not a normal thing, but 
it's a healthy thing. So it works. And so I think that that's like the simplest thing, like just eat more vegetables. And it hasn't been an easy transition. Like I did, I followed some plans that helped me. And I think that when you're making a change, one of the easiest things to do would be to like meal prep for yourself, like three days. So you have three lunches already made. And then on that second day, maybe you make dinner for three days. So it like, it helps to not feel like it's so overwhelming. And then over time, she would sneak more healthy foods on our plates. Yeah. And I never complain. I just say I'm thankful that I don't have to cook it because I'm not a cook. (laughs) And And my oldest would be like, this is great, mom. And he's like super complimentary. And (laughs) And And he'd be like, can we just have meat twice a week? Like, <laughs> like we all know the boys were, f- we're five boys, right? I'm, yeah. I'm like, Hey boys, do you want to make it yourself? Eat what's on your plate and eat it with gratitude. Yes, dad. But I've always been creative with, with our meals. So it's never like yeah. super boring. And we do still have like Wednesday night because life is crazy. We have that that's pizza night mm-hmm. and I might have like a different version of a pizza or something that I've made myself or like. They now have dairy-free pizza, you know, so it's not like we do everything by the book. Well, thank you so much for listening to Healthy Home Boundaries, parts one and two with Teresa Carfagno, and also all three parts of me sharing my amazing wife with the Smart Cleaning School. She's already taught us how to live with an entrepreneur and how to have healthy home boundaries. In the last episode of this four-part series, Teresa is going to dive into her specialty. Yes, she's even better at this next topic, and it's homeschooling. She has the nickname, the Homeschool Whisperer. Can't wait to share her with you on the next episode. So thank you for tuning in, and let's just give a quick shout-out to our sponsor one more time. Make sure to check out my interview with the Teabag Company founder entitled Respectful, Reliable, Responsible with Damon Washington. You can purchase any of the Teabag products at a 10% discount through the Smart Cleaning School Resources page, which is linked in the show notes below. Have an incredible day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School class is dismissed.